Hello. Hello. And welcome to uh, pointless episode upload update thing. <laughs> Something. I'm Harry. As I'm you Tim. Know. And uh, there is Tim of uh, of our most popular episodes fame. <laughs> um, so, a bit of a update. Well, there's nothing to. It's not updating. It's. Uh, We've got nothing to update, have we? No, not yet. Not yet. But we will have soon. I'm still staring at the screen watching the pattern. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, well, I'll let you... What are we doing? We're doing something. <coughs> We're doing an album. We're doing an album, Mum. Of songs. <laughs> Correct. A not collection of tunes. That we haven't written yet. Our oeuvre but is uh, spare at the moment. It's yes. We've got a spare oeuvre and a spare genre as well. Um, so we haven't quite decided what we're doing. Well, we, yeah, we're making an album. We're making an album. We have been... Well, I know I've been on about doing this now for probably about five or six years. Yeah. Of sort of, I'll do something. Yeah. Something will happen. And then we've been rehearsing. Yeah, we have. In hope of some, you know, some small acoustic gigs and corporates and whatnot. But did you get fed up of playing other people's stuff? Sort of. Yes. So it was sort of the nail in the coffin and the the Jesus light of let's give it a go. Yeah. You know. So what was the nail in the coffin? Was it just... I think... Oh. Listen to yourself doing the same stuff over and over again that you've heard before. Probably. And I mean, yeah. it's getting to that time of year as well where, you know, Michael Bublé wakes up out of his Christmas coma. Yeah. Jules Holland goes into his cellar to reactivate Ruby Turner. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, you yeah. just think, right, well, there's, surely we could do something. We, yeah. They say there's a song in everybody, like there's a book in everybody. you just got to find it. Yes. Yeah. But my problem is, when I'm looking through all the books and songs that are in me, they usually belong to somebody else. <laughs> so everything I do sounds like something someone else has done. But I've just got to get over that. Yes. And I think the biggest obstacle, for me anyway, well, there's a few, but one of which, one of which, is writing to a genre or writing in the style of sort of... The songs, when I, when I think about writing an album, or when I think about doing something of that description, I have this thing in my head that all of the songs have to be a similar genre rather than a collection of songs. And I don't know what's, what's the sort of method, really, for sort of... The big problem there is that until you find your own style, songs are all going to be... Well, do you remember Emerson, Lake and Palmer's Works, Volume 2? Hmm. Well, it's everybody's That input. was reviewed as a ragbag of old tat <laughs> at the time because there were so many different styles on it, bits and pieces here and there, and that's what I'm trying to avoid as well. But what do you do? I mean, do you try and write in the style of something else or do you try and look for your own style? Well, I think, And I think the problem is, is being scared that you're going to get, not typecast, like a sort of as, a, as an actor would, but if you... Let me use the example, and everybody's going to go, oh, God, Chaz and Dave. Yes. Right? 
Chaz and right, right. Chaz and Dave write in a style of rock and roll music hall thing. Rockney. Yes. Yes. But they've sort of they've written themselves into a corner though because that's what they're expected to do. That's what they used to be expected to do. Yes, no longer. As, no. Uh, you know, yes, the demise. that is what is expected of them. But it's not the only thing they can do. But it's what people expect. Yes, but uh, what I'm what my my uh, my thought is that if as soon as you r- nail yourself down as being one style, yeah, that's the only thing you can really do forever from then on. It's like UB40. Mm-hmm. As much as I can't stand UB40, oh. If they did something that wasn't reggae... They'd drop in like flies, UB40. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. But surely to find your own style... Yes. You have to try other styles first of all. Yes. And a lot of other styles is or are going to come out of you as you try and write stuff. Yeah, well, no... He crosses fingers. But they will. I mean, it, it will happen. You've got to try things. Until yes. you find out where you're comfortable. Well, playing-wise... Yeah. I've got to stop going... <laughs> playing-wise... Norman Collier, for those of you old enough to remember him. The, um, <laughs> so, playing-wise... Yeah. What would you say is your go-to style? Because we were saying this the other week, weren't we? When we yeah. were practising. It, it depends... This sounds terrible now. It depends what I'm playing... Thank you for the answer. Um, If I'm playing piano, my go-to style instantly reverts to all the classical stuff I do. Um, Yeah, that's it. When I sit down, I will instantly play either a piece by Bach or the first chord. The first chord. Don't even know what it's called. The first chord of that big Beethoven one. That's a big minor. The first chord of that Beethoven. The first chord of the Beethoven. Who's my favourite? Um, that big C minor chord. Um, that's it. Mm. Drums. Pff, it's the late seventies, early eighties punk. Clack, 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 clack. Yeah, clack, that's, clack, I, clack, I just clack, like clack. It's fantastic stuff. And bass is whatever I can remember at the time. Yeah, which end to blow down? Yeah, which end to blow down? Basically, yeah. Um, what about you? I don't know. You know, <clears throat> I think normally if I if I just sit down. I don't so, know. So what's the first thing you play? You sit down at that piano. What's the first thing? It's yeah. something that we just try out, first of all. It's probably something a bit smooth. Yeah. I would have thought. Yeah. So are we talking about Steely Dan type of stuff? Probably. Chords, yeah. yeah, something, you know, rubby, as they say. Yeah. Know. <laughs> well, it's gonna Let's be hear weird. that stack of four. This is going to be weird, because if your default position is Steely Dan... And, oh, my, and my default position is like classical and punk. Oh boy! Yeah, here's a style for you. <laughs> you can pre-order now. At, <laughs> You're um, Steely Dan. I'm a mixture of classical and punk, which is clunk. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Clunky Dan. <laughs> I'm clunk. It's um, yeah, but it's either something like that, you know, some sort of a, a spicy chord. Yeah. Or it's a sort of bluesy, rock and rolly thing with spicy chords in it with spicy chords in it probably or <clears throat> oh or the sort of more 
classical progressive side. This is what I was afraid you were going to say then, you see, because, yeah. In the start, you know, if if we take like Asia. Yes. The band Asia. Yeah. Jeffrey Downs and John Wetton were both young choristers. They were. So a lot of that, it's quite barky, really. Uh, but it's more British choral than... Yes. A lot of that chord progression of a C minor, a C minor in the right hand with an E flat over the thing. Do you want to show us? Hang on. Well, this is like professional. So, uh, we've plugged in now. We are. Plugged in, turned on. Yeah. Um, and you were going to demonstrate a C with an E underneath. I was going to demonstrate you a C minor, a straight C minor chord. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That sounds classical. It still sounds even more classical. It sounds even more classical. Now, for me, choral stuff. Yeah. It's all about the. It's all about the inversion. Explain. So an, an inversion. You basically got three types. Yeah. If we take a C major triad. <laughs> yeah, which is C, E, and G. You all knew what you were getting when you yeah. this stuff, right? Yeah. That's called a root. C. Because e, the main e, note G. is at the bottom. Yeah. There is it. C. Your first inversion takes yeah. the bottom note, C, yeah. and puts it on the top. Yes. So now you've got E, G, C. E, G, and C in that order. So E is now the lowest note of the chord. Correct. Yeah. And then you've got a third inversion where the bottom oh. note, which was E, second inversion, sorry, where the second note is now on the top. Yeah. So you've got G, C, E. G, C, E. And of these, the inversion is controlled by what's on the bottom. Correct. Right. Now, a lot of music... A lot of music, a lot of, a music. Lot of popular music, yes. relies on the inversion, I'd say, of your root note of the chord is the same as the bass note. <laughs> so the root note of the chord is the note that the chord is named after. So yes. C, the root note would be C. So that's a chord of C with C on the bottom. The yes, note. and then if you play a B flat, there's yeah. a B flat with a bass guitar, imagine. Yeah. This is a G. Doesn't matter what the G is, it's still yeah. a G. Now, I quite like different bass notes over chords, otherwise known in some circles as suspensions. Suspensions are good. You know. Where you get a flavour of the chord being a major. Right. But, you know, it feels a little bit unresolved. So that's first inversion C, is it? It is a first inversion C, but with an E in the so bass. That's first inversion, so you've got the E in the bass, yeah, and yeah. that's what controls it. Yeah, okay. Rather than... Yeah. That's root position C. First inversion with an E on the bottom. Yeah, okay. Second inversion, G on the bottom. Right. Now, it all sounds classical to me at the moment. Yes. That sounded... Wrong. Um, Music hall. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Father's a drunkard and mother is dead. Yes. Uh, So... (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like one of Stanley Holloway's monologues. Yeah, uh, so you do look queer. If I um, Asia, Asia, yeah, you were going to explain Asia. So their the way that I think they write because of their choral background yeah. is very classical. So even though the instrumentation is very rock, yes, their chord progressions yeah. are very classical. Yeah, it's that sort of economy of movement. They're not. A lot of plagal cadences as yeah. well, you know. 
Bagel Cadence being... Four to one. Four to one. So four in the key of C? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Your four chord is F major. F major, because that's four notes. That's a C, D, E, F. Yeah. yeah. So it is resolving F to C. F. Plagal or Amen Cadence. The Amen Cadence. You're right. And they've got Carl Palmer on drums as well. Yes. And he was classical another anyway. classical person as well. So he? I think that, that instrumentation... With that musical background, appeals to me. Right. So, yes, which is far more complicated than anything that I would do. This is the problem. It is. No, it's not a problem. In the sense no, of... No such thing as a problem. No. In the sense of, you know, when you just want a good tune. Yes. Chords can get in the way. They can. But well used properly. Well used properly, used properly. Well used, but well used properly, they can make the song because you can harmonise anything in any way you want to. Yes, as long as the harmony doesn't go too extreme. Looking at me, <laughs> no, he says no. I was just looking for some um, some yeah, feedback, some agreement. Um, yeah, as long as the harmony isn't too extreme, you wouldn't harmonise like uh, a three chord. You wouldn't harmonise a twelve bar too extreme because the twelve bar is, is basically simple and has to be simple. Twelve bar for anybody listening, because we've gone down that rabbit hole now. Twelve bar for anyone listening is is the most popular chord progression and form of the last hundred years, and it has more or less guided pop music. Yes. Three chords and the truth, man. Yeah, it's what you expect. The a one, changes, four, five. Yeah, the changes in uh, a 12 bar have led you to expect the same sort of changes in any music you listen to, basically, I think. Probably. Yeah. Think Johnny Be Good. Yeah. The 12 bar progression. Yeah. Not necessarily style. You can use the 12 bar in many styles. Reggae yeah. uses it quite a lot, and yeah. you wouldn't say that's Johnny Be Good. No. Nope. Um, so, you know. Yeah, you're right. Yes. So I think 12 bar has to be simple. Um, but you could you can harmonise 12 bars using yeah. anything as a root note, anything anywhere at all. Yes. Any chords with the ninth note above it or the 13th, you can do anything. You can. You can. And I think that's the way you're going to go. Not necessarily with 12 bar, with anything you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it may not be the way I go um, because I prefer something either ridiculously simple mm. or ridiculously complicated. But yes. you're all the same. Yes. Uh, we got the whole... We're stuck in the middle. got the whole spectre of Genesis and Pink Floyd hanging over me. Mm. And anything I write, I'll have Tony Banks tapping me on the shoulder saying... Excuse me, sir. Is this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I've got to try and... Well, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'll find out this week. No, I mean, we've attempted a couple of songs. Or like I've attempted a You've couple of songs. You've attempted a couple of songs, which are good. I'm not entirely sure I like them but because... It's, but it's better than nothing. It is better than nothing. And I think the thing with songwriting, so I'm told, is to just write something and finish it. Write and write and write and write. It doesn't matter if it's rubbish, nope. just finish it. Yeah. Get Which is what I've done. There. Get something out there and let people hear it and see it and listen to it. Mm. See it? Hear it and well, see it, man. Well, you can see it if you want to. Right? Feel it. Um, yeah. Let Just throw your embarrassment out yes and your pride and just let people see it i think people who do this all the time either they think they're fantastic here's something i wrote isn't it great there's definitely some narcissism or they've just 
they've just like immune to it. They're just mm. saying, oh, this is what I did there. If you don't like it, you don't if like it. If you don't it. like it, you don't like it. Uh, yes. Right. Now, as this is going to be a som- somewhat collaborative process, yes. I don't want to go too much into it before hearing what you're going to bring to the table and realise... Bring to the table. I've gone... Sorry, bring to the harmonium. I'm going to fly a kite over this meeting. Um, yeah. You know, because otherwise... No, but, well, yeah, but... but, oh, but, but yeah, yeah, but no, but yeah, but... Um, but it depends on the amount of collaboration. Mm. Uh, there has to be collaboration. But are we looking at bringing a whole bunch of songs, first of all? A whole bunch of songs. A whole bunch of song, first of all, and find out what we get individually. And if we do that, then we'll work on each song together and kick it into shape. I think I'm going to go back to Asia now. I don't know why I've chosen this as the sort of well. the example. But I know for a fact the way that John Wetton and Jeff Downs used to write yeah. is that they'd have a verse or a chorus that they'd written themselves. Yes. And come and say, what do you think of this verse? Right. And they said, well, I've got a chorus that could go with which that. Is the way, make it fit. Which is the way I thought it was going to go. Which I think it probably will. I, I would hope so, because it's more of a, a creation then. I think, yeah, because otherwise it just ends up you're playing on my song yes. and I'm playing on your song. Yeah. Whereas um, I'd rather it the other way. Yeah. Not, you know, I'll play on mine and you can play yes. on yours. Yeah. If the song ends up awful, we can blame each other. Yes. Which is always good. Yes. Yeah, I think I'd rather have collaboration than something individual. Oh. Well, it's going to be desperation. Yeah, I would rather have something collaboratively produced. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's, it's better that way. Yes. But I don't think that's the way it's going to start. I think we're going to have to just lay our songs on the table and say, this is the embarrassing, trite rubbish I've written. Yes. Would well, you like to hear my garbage? Yeah, would. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me what you think. <laughs> it's nice, but don't call yes, us. We'll but it's, call you. it's garbage. But I, and if it's rubbish, then I, I have no pride. No, uh, exactly. And if I... you say, this is rubbish, what do you think you're doing? Go and write something better. That's fine. Is that it? That's it. That's... <laughs> Who was it who got locked in a room with a bottle of whiskey and was... Oh, Roy Wood. I for think, the Christmas one? No. Just it was for one, of the, one of the early ones. Um, they had to write a song in a day, and it was one of the really good ones. Like Blackberry Way. I think it might have been oh, Blackberry God. Way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it may well be that one that he was told to write by the band. And they gave him a bottle of whiskey and sent him to the hotel room. Said, you've got 24 hours. And he came up with something fantastic. Mm. But I'm not going to do that because I wouldn't be able to do anything at all if I had a bottle of whiskey. Um, I think the problem is as well... I like a bit of me tea. A nightcap. A nightcap. Um, <laughs> I think the problem is is that songwriters seem to be not confident. Well, no, they, they, well, are, they are confident, confident that they can just sort of... It doesn't seem to be... A hard thing to do. No, some people can just churn them out, like Diane Warren with, yes. with her power ballads, or what's his name, the Bon Jovi guy, Des Child. Yes, who can just you know like fantastic songs with amazing bridges and Max chords. Martin. Max Martin just comes up with stuff all the time. It yes. flows out of his every orifice, especially early Max Martin. Yes, late nineties, early two thousands, where ah, uh, wow, one more time. Uh, oh. 
That's probably one of the best starts to a pop song ever. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Bloody he's Swedish. So, you know, it's in his blood. Exactly. I blame Abba. Yep. And Aha. Uh-huh. Are they Swedish? Uh, probably. Yeah. Okay. Dutch. Something. Oh. Swedish, huh? Prob- well, Scandinavian. Scandinavian. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, where um, were we? So, is that the songwriters seem to find it very easy to write songs? Yes. But, you know, it is their job. But they seem to have no problem just creating a chord structure from new... They seem to, but there must be a great deal of living with the song for months, fettling it, getting the right chord. Fettling? Fettling, <laughs> fettling. Yeah, fettling it and then um, going right back to the one they first came up with. But I, I think they do do a lot of kicking the songs about in their head. Well, I, I, I saw there was Sorry. an interview with in Phil Collins. Head. Yes. In their head. Yeah. Uh, I saw a, an interview with Phil Collins from the, I think it's from the When in Rome Genesis documentary. No, it's a good documentary, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. Where he was... Go on. Is that the one with the Ikea stools? Yes. Yes. Go and get some stools. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's macro, isn't it? Um, Where Phil Collins says something about finding it really difficult to write songs and he he just wished they had a little bit more talent. Like... He said, you assume people like you too and take that have. Yes. Where they just seem to be able to just do it. Yeah. He wished that they had that sort of thing. So there's there's obviously some sort of a vulnerability there with songwriters. Yeah, sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm smiling because <laughs> you too. Uh, yeah, okay. It, 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 I think in the, he's in the sense of the confidence rather, rather than the output. The, well... They seem to be very confident that they can just go and do an album, and an album will be produced. But they'd be, I mean, Gary Bow has been writing since he was like twelve, yes. so he is confident. And I think if you write with confidence, you will, uh, you'll, you'll turn out a confident product. So, what do you think of the, of the arrangement then? If you're writing a song, I don't even think about arrangements. So I can't think about it. There's something about my, my the way my brain works. I can't think of more than one line at a time. I don't know how Mozart did it. He did it all in his head. He knew exactly where he was going to end up. Head like a mixing desk. He knew exactly what was was coming in and what was coming out. I can't do that. Well, they say the same about Brian Wilson. I never heard Brian Wilson and Mozart mentioned in the same conversation. I do apologise, but they they say that when Brian Wilson went in to do the Beach Boys stuff, the pet sounds and all that stuff, he knew exactly before it was even, before they started. Yeah, he knew exactly how the song was going to sound at the end. Yeah, which is good. I'd love to be able to do that. I can't. No, I can't. No. If I come up with a melody line, I'm just overjoyed. <laughs> um, and, and then, then realise it's happy birthday. And then realise it's happy birthday. Oh, it's or, already been done. <laughs> or in one case, the grand old Duke of York. Um, yeah, if I come up with a melody line, then fine. I can't hear the finished article. Oh, the finished article evolves. Mm. Uh, they say the same about um, Noel Gallagher. Was it Liam? No, Noel Gallagher. He knew exactly what all his albums were going to sound like. The same. The album. I mean, the whole album. Sort of like J.K. Rowling. He knew every book. The now, um, now unmentionable. Yeah. Oh, of course you can't mention J.K. Rowling, can you? Mm. You know, you get all sorts of vitriol. It's like saying you don't like. No, sorry. <laughs> so, um, where were we? Arrangements and instrumentation uh, uh, and... uh, Being like late 70s, early 80s, 
my arrangements are going to be guitar-based drums. Not age, by the way. No, <laughs> no, that's a good point. Yeah, thank you. Being my late yes. 70s and yeah. early 80s. <clears throat> no, uh, because I, I, again, my default position is slightly edgy, punky type stuff. Mm. Um, but again, with that mixture of Pink Floyd and Genesis hanging about in the background. And the police. Mm. Oh, well, yeah. So it's it's going to be tricky. The arrangements are going to be probably more your um, area. Mm. Yes, and uh, the, the plan is getting back to the point yeah. that we're doing an album. Yeah. The only thing that we're going to have to go outside to record are the drums. Why? Because we can't do them here. Oh, can't really. We? No. Oh, okay. All right. You know, but everything else... Right. We're going to play ourselves. Yeah. And the drums have to be proper, real and live. Yes. Okay. I think that, I think that's the, you know... Right. I th- yeah. Okay. I, I think it's the one one rule, I think. Are you... And, uh, go on. Are we putting a click track to this? For those who don't know what the click track is, it's a click that keeps you to a steady beat. Yes, a metronome. It's a metronome sort of thing. that you can hear in your headphones and you attempt to play along to without, or drown, without drowning it out and speeding up or slowing down. Yes, um, I know that some stuff that I do is to a click track. Yeah, uh, especially if you're trying to do something that's a bit fiddly, that sort of yeah. got synthy arpeggioy stuff and bits you're like right. that. Yes, because it's a nightmare. Otherwise, it's just yeah. it is. The Again, gates of hell have opened when you're trying to make a, an arpeggiator sync with a... You can't do it. No. Unless you play the arpeggios yourself. Um, and some of them are so fast you can't do it, or they go on for too long and you can't do it. I always think a click track robs you of some... Rubato. Yes, I like a bit of rubato. Rubato is? Rubato is the, the push and pull of tempo. The speeding up and slowing down. Yes. So if you were to imagine... One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. Which I like. Yes. Can you play that straight? And then with Roberto. And that wasn't just Roberto, there's a lot of dynamics in there. There were some crescendos well, and diminuendos you, as well. You couldn't help doing, but if you're going to Roberto it, then you might as well put a, a bit of a dynamic variation there, because that sounded quite nice. The thing is as well, I find, with that sort of... Without to blow the trumpet of big-headedness... <laughs> I like the, the trumpet of big-headedness. I, I want one of those. I'm going to drink from the cup of experience. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to suck from the conduit of knowledge. It's um. And, uh, go on, <laughs> go on, blow the trumpet of big-headedness. I, I'm going to blow the trumpet for us. Yes. Of, we've had a certain degree of training. Yes. You know, so yes. it's not as if we don't know what we're doing. No. And part of the problem with this album project yeah. is that I see lots of people creating things that, and this isn't a dick, haven't got a clue what they're doing, but come out with 
content. But that's the confidence thing. Yeah, and I'm not saying this is a dig, but I see people that have got no training whatsoever and aren't particularly skilled at their chosen instruments coming out with songs. Yes, well, fine. So I think, well, surely we know what we're doing. But, But see, there's the problem. I think that if you listen to too much music, even if you know what you're doing, you don't, you will be influenced by everybody else's styles and you'll hear things that you, in your own stuff, that you recognise as part of other people's stuff and you think, nope, sounds too much like that. I'll chuck it away. Mm. Not that I'm saying that people who write don't listen because most people listen to tons and tons of music. I don't see how you can write without comparing your melodies to existing ones. Good artists steal great no good artists borrow yeah. great artists steal apparently really no one creates anymore no i think there's only what 12 notes and that's yeah so yeah. i i don't know i'm gonna it's gonna be tricky it will be tricky for me because everything i've ever written in the past i've either thrown in the bin or thrown in the bin i'm exactly the same yeah I, I, other than the theme tunes for the podcast and bits and pieces that i've had to do like that which are great yeah but they sort of they're not serious. Well, but they're sort of serious. Yeah, but the, you have created them. They have been created. Yeah. From yes, I and suppose. It, and if you can do that, and you were doing it regularly, then you should be able to just extend that. Yes, in theory. Right. In theory. So you're going to write sitting at the piano, or write sitting with a guitar, or are you going to get the rhythm first? I think I'm going to mix it up, because I think certain things. If I play the guitar, as Mm -hmm. really, I am a piano player. Yes. That is all I can play. That is why I never, ever, ever say that I can play the guitar. I know you're staring around the room now. Don't stare around the room. But we are are surrounded by (laughs) guitars hanging on the wall. Uh, I never say that I can play the guitar. But you can. Or play the bass. Or play the drums. But you can. Because I'm a piano player. Who can play those other things? Yes. I'm not a guitarist who's got a piano or no. a drummer who's got a bass. No. I'm a piano player yeah. who's got some other things and has fiddled about enough to sort of know where... Where to blow. Yes. Yes. So there are certain things on the guitar. I yeah. probably play the guitar like a piano player. Right. But there are certain things that I do on the guitar that yeah. I would never do sat on the piano. No. You know, the, yeah. just yeah. the way that the shapes of the chords are lead you a certain way. They do. I think. I, th- I think you're right. Yeah. Same thing with drums. Yeah. You know, not melodically, but they sort of, they inform the structure, I think. They, or they give you a feel. They do of give a you a feel and, and, a, and a direction. Yeah. Yeah. They do. And I think. This is why you can usually tell if a song's been written by a piano player a guitarist, a bassist, or a drummer. Mm. You can usually tell the drummers because the song's very, very rhythmic. Um, Stuart Copeland's stuff. Yes. Yeah, anyway, yeah. sorry, that was Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Of course, Stuart Copeland wasn't in Frankie Goes to Hollywood. I don't right. think he was, was he? No, no, I don't think um, so, no. But, <clears throat> no, I think for, for writing songs, I think you've got to mix it up a little bit. You have to, yeah. I think, well, I've I've got to mix it up. A little bit, yeah. Just because I end up playing the same cadence, the same chord to chord, yes. 
it's just going round and round and round, and then every song does exactly the same thing. Yeah, just because it's it's yeah. where my hands go. Right. Because I don't think I'm generally generally I'm not thinking in a sort of theory way of this chord works with this chord because it's going to get me to this chord. This is my problem. That's where I'm going to go. I'm going to be led by the theory. So circle, yeah. circle of fifths, circle of fourths. I'll take windmills of your mind. That could very well be a perfect song. There, I know what there is a perfect song. We both have a belief of this. Windmills of your mind. Other than windmills of your mind, there is a perfect pop song. Cannot mean? be bettered. Cannot be better played. Is it Stacy's mom? No. Is it Mary's prayer? No. Oh, isn't it Mary's prayer? Mr. Henley. Oh. oh, that's like an epic, though, isn't it? Yes, that, New York that's, Minute. That's, that's, I think that's better than a pop song. Yes, probably. I think that's, yeah. that sort of sums up an entire thing. There's something about that song that there's, there's something, everything is in exactly the, the right place. Yeah, there's something about that song that is just right. It's got a weird feel to it. And everybody playing on it. And you can't hear it on YouTube. Because Mr. Henley does not... Yeah, we better not even say his name, because no, he strikes yeah. us down from That's on it, high. Yeah, yeah you, you can't hear it, but it is, it's just beautiful. And, of course, he's got Pino Palladino on bass, who paints pictures. Incredible. Yeah. that is It's a it's a phenomenal song, but I think it's it just elevates beyond pop songs. Yes, who probably. Wrote the, who wrote The Boys of Summer? Ooh, Don Henley again. It is Don Henley, yes. See, I think that's a perfect pop song. Probably. But again, that that sort of paints a picture of a place. End of the innocent. The end of innocence. The end of innocence. Yeah, That's see? a what's that? Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to play it. Cause no, I can't remember no, where it no, goes. No, no. That is so. Those are perfect pop songs ish. But what's a perfect pop song? Probably something by ABBA. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Ring Ring. Probably. Yeah. What What are we talking about anyway? I don't know. No, it's, I don't know. it's meandered its way. But so you're gonna. Oh, about theory. Writing to theory and I, writing I'm, to sort of... Windmills of your mind. Goes yes. around a circle of fourths. I it mean, does. It mentions all sorts of random objects, and it starts off on one chord, goes around a circle of fourths. Circle of fourths is where you go from chord one, which is C, to chord oh, four. Are we going from... Are we going from is well, it in C? I, I think it's in E. E minor? Ah, uh, it might be E flat. Oh. Yeah, and it goes all over the place. But it goes from... And it goes from chord to chord to chord to chord, going up four each time back to the start I think the first two chords maybe not no yeah I don't think they do but everything else everything does, else it? goes by right, fours like a circle in a spiral like a wheel within a wheel never ending or beginning so it goes uh, yeah it goes up four notes at a time it's a fantastic song yeah so I'm I don't have will have to try and avoid doing that but when you look at some of the, the great American songbook, um, just just treatments of circle of fourths or circle of fifths. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be difficult for me to get away from that structure. But I think if you write in that sort of way, if you go for like the great American songbook or any of the sort of Irving Berlin oh, the great. sort of stuff, yeah, Gershwin. the songs are just there. The, the so- They are songs. They are proper songs. They're proper well-written, proper songs. They are proper songs. Where the melody is perfect. Can we say proper songs again? They're proper songs. Proper songs. The melody is perfect, well-written out. Yeah. The chord treatment isn't too extreme. But... It goes where you're, it goes where you're expecting. And it's a perfect example of voice leading as well. 
because you can sing them. And I always think if you can listen to maybe, if you can imagine Frank Sinatra singing a song, I think that's probably going to be quite a well-written song. Yes. Like you, you couldn't imagine him singing, I don't know, Ring Ring is a good song, but I wouldn't have put Frank Sinatra in it. Um, but Ring. Yeah, but they're sort of well-written songs, finely crafted. Yes. And I've got to try and avoid getting sucked into that whole treatment of Circle of Fifths. Circle of Fifths being chord one up to chord five. And it's chord to C, going to G, then you go to D, and then you go to A, and then, yeah. And you go round and round. So I have to try and avoid that. Yes. Which means I'm going to default to my original position of being a late 70s, early 80s punk, which I'm going to come up Ma'am. with. Like, the kids are all right by Sham 69, or <laughs> Hurry Up Harry, or Belson was a gas. Um, I'm going to be stuck in the middle of those two. Mm. But I'm going to go for melody, first of all. See, uh, we were saying this last week, because we've had this project, yes. the... The Whitley Jones Project. Whitley Jones Project. That sounds, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, as um, the, the Alan is it Alan Parsons Project? Oh yeah. Turn of a friendly. Card. Oh God. That's lovely. Yeah. That. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Um, Eye in the sky. Uh, the. Uh, yeah. I forgot what I was going to say now because I'm thinking about Alan Parsons. Yeah. Um. Mm. Pass. I don't know what okay. I was going to say. It's I, gone. I've forgotten as well because I'm thinking of Turn of a Friendly Card. Uh, it's a nice song. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to... Oh, sorry. It's all right. I, I didn't mean to... Yeah. <laughs> so we just crashed <laughs> listening to that. <laughs> the word yeah. punk got me all sorry. Um, Riled. I'm, I'll go for, I'm going to go for melody because when I'm in work, sticking jazz into boxes, I can, I can keep going over that melody over and over again. Mm. Now, this is another problem for me. Yeah. Is not to compare myself, and I pray that I never get compared... Yeah. Mr. Elton John. Yes. And I don't oh, well, want, why not? You know, I, mean, I don't he also, a, you know, he does doesn't write lyrics. No. And his songwriting comes from the fact there are lyrics in front of him. Yes. That aren't provided by him. So essentially he's writing to pre-written text and pre-written probably the rhythm as well. Well, I think this gets back to the the poetry of lyricism where wow, the words reflect the rhythm by the way that you're going to say them they will suggest a rhythm they, yes they suggest yes the, the words do but it depends how you read the words hmm i mean i could say it depends how you read the words or nice. how you read the words or how you read the words it depends on how you read the words so you can have anything in front of you but if you were reading it in say three beats to a bar hmm. one two three one two three or you could read it to one two three four one two three four it depends on you but if those words are really strongly written and there's no way around it, then you are stuck with the rhythm of the words. Yeah, especially when there's a an awkward word. Because there are some lyrics where the the line feels like there's so many words in that one line that they're just sort of being crammed in. There's an example that I'm trying to think of, but I can't think what it is. I like when one long word is used over quite a few syllables. There's one in Country House by Blur. And he uses the word terminally. And we'd all say terminally. But in order to get it fit, he says terminally. And it's a fantastic use of it. And is it Cheryl Crow who did uh, Santa Monica Boulevard? <laughs> and it's just lovely. I just love the way they use words like that. that. So, yeah. So you use the word, you, you have a different stress on the syllables. Mm. But it fits in, and it fits in nicely. 
It's centrifugal motion. Man. I don't know who wrote that one, but it's not centrifugal. It's centrifugal. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, and then getting back to the, the songwriting of essentially, essentially, I just want them to be good songs. It doesn't bother me so much. I, if I listen to a band, I think, oh, I wish we could have the sort of production that's on that. I want yeah. those drums to sound huge. I want them to yeah. sound cozy and yeah. Cozy, I just cozy power. Not not really. No. Oh, okay. Um, I just want the song to be there, and I think the same thing with sort of Gersh Gersh Gershin Gershwin, <laughs> Mr. Berlin, yeah, and Mr. Randy Newman. Oh, where the songs are just sort of little pockets of story yes that you can really sort of do anything with yeah did you hear victoria wood on desert island discs i didn't saying that she stopped writing songs for many years because she realized that randy newman had written them all so it was a waste of time even trying mm. and i can't listen to that because the same thing will happen to me yes i think oh, it's a waste of time He's put, he, randy newman when when she loved me has already been written and it's a waste of time writing something else it's like Rachmaninoff's second piano concerto why bother writing another one after that because it's just perfect I'll tell you what one of the one of the best Randy Newman ones I thought you were going to play Rachmaninoff's second piano concerto then. <clears throat> that's a bit of yeah anyway the uh, uh, yeah. yeah there's a song called Losing You was that the C sharp minor prelude it was yeah, it was, yeah I can't yeah. I don't think what it is actually. Is I, that, is that? It doesn't matter. I, I don't. No, that's too no, sweet. I, I think you should just play the first bar. Um, I think bar you should just play that. Four beats, and then walk off. That's perfect. Thank you. Oh, nicely held. Thank you. Yeah. Um, there's a song called "Losing You," Randy Newman. No. And the the problem. This is the thing with songwriting. Is I think I just I'll never be able to do that. No. I th- I'm trying to think what the. Was a fool of a life and almost every oh. day. The rained all the time. Yeah. Was it yeah, but it's so. And that made it through. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. The thing is about Randy Newman is that it's, it's so American. It goes back to Stephen Foster, it, the um, the spirituals. Um, like I, I dream of Jeannie. She's a light brown bear. Mm. I dream of Jeannie with light brown hair. And there's, there's there's a big line from Stephen Foster all the way through to Randy Newman. It's typically American, and it's economy of movement. Yeah, he, he, everything is inside a chord. Everything is inside the chord. But if you listen to Baltimore, that sort of oh, consistent yeah. rhythm that he does. Yeah. So I'm I I can't listen to that because it'll depress me, and I won't write anything. The other school of thought is that you should sort of write where you're from in the style of sort of because randy newman is very american yes and writes in a very american way he, he's stuck with stephen foster and ragtime yeah which is a great place to be stuck and if you think of a lot of sort of oh feels like home oh, oh. anyway kind of uh, if you think of a lot of british artists yeah the big ones they're very rooted in music hall i'd say i think i think you can't get away from it over here you you are stuck yeah, even if a tiny vestige of it is, is in there, yeah. Yeah, that sort of, the resolve is very musical. Yeah. The, you know, the, yeah. the that cadence. Yeah. It's just, it... Yeah. Apart from Lily Allen, who gets on my nerves, but she's so self-consciously cockney, 
and just going on and on and the stuff she sees. Yeah. Anyway, so that's just me. Uh, really Welks. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's not. Have you it, seen the Weltman today? No, it's, it's probably in there. <laughs> you could be Lily Allen. Yeah. You know. Uh, which I'm, yeah, I, as long as you're not too self-conscious about it, yeah, then and th- you, you will be influenced by national characteristics. Yeah, and I think the thing is, we're from the land of song. Uh, yeah. Yes. You know, and we've, unfortunately, we? we've created the stereophonics. Yes. And, um, yeah. you know, there's a lot of choral stuff there. There is, but I can't think chorally until I get to the piano. I, I'm no, gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm going to end up with uh, hopefully a melody of some sort that maybe isn't something I've heard before, and then yeah, I'll probably like Calon Land yeah. tomorrow. Um, <laughs> I've written something. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to see if I can avoid any elaborate treatments of chords. I just want uh, three or four chords mm. and a nice melody. If I can get it. And then you get the words, of course. Yeah. That's all you can say. <laughs> it makes some good weird groaning noise in your throat. Uh, lurch. Oh, I did I, I did a song the other day. I did a song you the other day. did a song. And it's a song what I wrote. Exactly. And the more I listened to it, the more yeah. I liked it. And then the other day I listened to it again. I thought, oh, God, what on earth have I done? Yeah, no. Lyrically. Yes. I don't. I haven't got a clue what it was, because I did it at two in the morning. It's the best time. And I just wrote one line. Yeah. And just thought, well, that sort of sounds a bit like that, and that sounds yeah. a bit like that. So I'll yeah. just keep going. Yeah. And ended up with the most depressing thing I think I've ever. Yeah, but it's easy to write a depressing song. Yes. And if you, you write a depressing song to a three-four minor key thing, okay, show us the difference between a major chord, please. And now minor it. Oh dear. Yes. So see, if you write the depressing is, lyrics with a minor key, then you've had it. Really. Well, see, I think I think major can sometimes be more depressing. Major can be sometimes more minor than minor. So oh, I, th- I think that's hate New York City. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what that chord is, but oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. It depends on the overall feel of the song. So. Um, no, I'm, I'm going to avoid thinking about chords or keys or anything at all. I'll come up with something and then find out what it is later on. Mm. Well, when I say I'll come up with something, I might not, of course. you know. But if I start off and I get something that sounds like no one's written it before, then yeah, I, I might end up with something. But then you've got the words. Let's get back to where we were. Yes, the lyrics. Oh, God help us all. I have struggled. It is, to be honest, it's probably been the main reason I haven't done this before. It is the main reason I've not done it before. If you take the some compositional rules, then you could probably come up with something. Yes. But then you've got words. Mm. It's embarrassing piles of garbage. And it's sort of... It's hard to write the words because you become a bit narcissistic and sort of a bit up yourself. With you know, you write things that you just think, God, that's embarrassing. Yes, like you know, it's yes. like I see some things that that some other creatives well, yeah, deliver. Yes, and I just think, oh, I couldn't do that. It's just, I just think, oh God, yeah, oh, it, you know, it, so it, makes, it makes my skin crawl. Yeah, so do thinking. I. But they're out there doing it, and you have to bear your soul. Exactly. Yeah, you Adele's know. made an entire living about telling people miserable, how miserable she is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, She's still sad. Yeah, and you have to hear that Bill Bailey Adele song, which is great. Have a look. 
nine out of ten cats that's going down. Um, it's wonderful, and and it's it's not hurting her. No, you know. But you have to do it in the right way. And people want that. People love depressing stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, and we've all come to expect it from Adele. It's not like she's going to do a cover version of Mr. Blue Sky, is it? So no, you know, yeah, you know. It's not, it's walking not, on sunshine. <laughs> with Adele. She couldn't do it. No, Are you surfing, maybe? <laughs> if Leonard Cohen did it, it would come out sort of ironic and sarcastic. Um, but no, no one else could. No. So it's tricky. Do you want to bear your soul? And do you, can you do it using ordinary language without being too pretentious about it. That's the problem, is being... putting in a big word, you yeah. know, where you wouldn't use that. You, would, you wouldn't speak like that. This is the problem I find. Yeah, is that I, yeah. I tend to write in the way that I normally speak. I know, obviously, like, when we record the podcast, yeah. you try and be as sort of literate as you can. Yeah, yeah. That's not the right word. But you try and be I know, as... I, I know what you mean, yes. You know, you, you ham it up a little bit to sort of... yes. You know, to just appear a bit more interesting than you, than you are. Cause oh, of course, darling. Yes. We're a bit dull, aren't yeah. we? Well, every, everybody and is. Everybody we've seen. Yeah, them. you know. The mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. I'm imagining an A flat over B flat. No, no, that's too. That's that's, that's too not hopeful. in love. That's <laughs> too hopeful. No. So yeah, oh, that was good. Um, yeah, it's very difficult to get proper emotions across one without making them too pretentious and to making them honest yeah and i think and then be able to show everybody and another thing is writing from life experience oh god because i think <sighs> i've had it because it'd be about moving the butcher or <laughs> do you know what i mean andrew <laughs> the postman <laughs> about peanuts at the moment <laughs> um it's yeah write write things that you know about that's really tricky, isn't it? Tony it the catalogue what, shop. Yeah, it depends what sort of wife you've had. Is the catalogue shop still open? It is still open. Yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it depends what. what Tony totally was a salesman. Uh, the catalogue shop had he. Well, <laughs> see, the catalogue shop had he. Now I hate that. Why uh, yeah. do you have to butcher a sentence in order to get it to fit? Because everything sounds like, bless him, George Formby. Yeah. And. You still hear it being done all the time in yeah, proper songs. Uh, yeah. Even rappers. Just to make it fit. Yeah, rappers who are supposed yeah. to be from the streets. They never <laughs> they never talk like that. Apart from the bloke who's... Some hoes had he. Yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Some happening hoes had he. So, uh, that's too alliterative. You can't say... But that's, that's, what, that's what they do. Yes. In order to get it to fit. And George Formby was doing that in the 30s. And he shouldn't do it. Randy Newman doesn't bother doing it. No, I don't think so. All the good lyricists don't. They, it just comes out the way you'd say it. Naturalism in lyrics is ideal. Don't I think, yeah. butcher the sentence just to get the rhyme at the end. And I think if you're trying to write to a story mm. as well, or if you've got an idea in your head of something... <clears throat> I think that's the way I'm going to have to go. Well, that's what I did the other day. When I did that remembering yes. song or whatever it was... Yeah. There's no meaning to it, really. You know, there's nothing there. No. So all you're doing is just finding other ways to say if something's not there, if you remember it, it is there. Yes. That was was sort of deep. Um, No, because that's essentially what... Yeah, I know what you mean. The scratch lyric that I put there 
as something to sing so I could have it yeah you know existing yeah. as a thing to but, look at but something might come out of that well that's what i hope because yeah. i've the more i listen to it the more i think that's the start of something mm. and it's going to go somewhere else yeah because by the time you get to the end of that whatever two and a half minutes three minutes it is it feels like there's going to be another and uh, there's going to be a movement not that there's a rumble that's the you know, effect it has on the listener <laughs> um Listen yeah. when you're very close to... It's tricky. I mean, do you go by what you feel? Or do you go by, what, as you said earlier, a story? Excuse me, I'm going to cough. <coughs> I mean, that's better. Go by a story. Listen to French chansons. Okay. Beautiful songs, either love songs or stories. And listen to Charles Aznavour with Happy Anniversary and yeah. what, what Makes a Man a Man and just lovely stories. And that's what I'd like to aim for. You get a story out. Yeah, I'd Which l- yeah. takes you away from the embarrassing personal emotions and it just puts you into somebody else's life and you tell that story yes pirates uh, and scientists emerson lake and palmer oh pirates yeah. uh, well uh, you know yeah of writing an epic yes around a story yeah and then you get into the the oh, sort of the memoir, pink floyd sorry. oh memoir oh well, memoir God, officer, officer and, and gentleman, gentleman. Oh, that's a lovely song um, it's beautiful pink floyd where you get the whole concept thing. Yes. yes, this is what we were talking about as well. Do we? Yes. If you can find a concept that's yeah. so strong that you know you can rinse it for everything it's yeah. got. But yes. Which is probably when you think about things like the wall. Yeah. The mm. story. There's not that. No. There's not that much there. So you've got to go pretty deep to get. Yes. You know to make it fill. Yeah. But all I all I want is just a story in three or four minutes. I just want Randy Newman that's with a, some interesting in, in he's, he's instrumentation. That's the th- yeah, it's just been done. Yeah, so we, we've decided to knock it on the head. Yeah, we're not going to do anything now. That's yeah, it, Randy yeah. Newman's done them all, like Victoria Wood said. So let's uh, yeah, let's not do anything. Um, but no, but ignoring uh, that, I think that is essentially. What about Tom Waits? Do you know Tom Waits? Yeah, I've never listened to anything. I heard um, Tom Traubert's blues. Um, I find it a bit. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I can't even do it. No. Um, I, I should. I'll, I'll have to listen to some Tom Waits because I can't just write him off because obviously he's very, very well respected. Well, I think the th- yeah, the, the problem is is that I just want to write as me, rather than thinking. Well, I, re- I reckon Randy Newman would do something like this, or I reckon the thing is Randy Newman doesn't write as Randy Newman. Randy Newman's always writing from the perspective of someone else. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean. But he's got his own thing, hasn't he? It's you know that's Randy Newman. His own gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's largely because of his chord structures. Well, it's <clears throat> on the chord movement. Yeah, I suppose. I think. Yeah. If you took the words, they do exactly the same thing. Yeah, but it's a beautiful thing. Uh, yeah, it works. Yes. You know. Yeah. I mean, if you if you took the words, then you'd be hard pressed to find out if it was him. Probably not. No. I mean, I, I may well know every song, I suppose. Um. So, and, and you think? Okay, those are lovely words. Well, you you might. I don't know. But well, I don't know, you know, because I've I've been looking at lyrics this week. Yeah. Just sort of googling what people's lyrics are, and a lot of them, not that they're not great, they're no. just sort of meaningless. They're just words. Yes. Sex they're, on fire. Oh God! What's that about? Who knows? You know. Nothing. It's just Mr. Brightside. Now, uh, yeah, that that's a story. Yes. It is a story. 
And there's a sequel to it, I think, as well. Oh. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of them that are sort of very thin ideas that are padded out. Well, you're saying my milkshake brings all the boys to my yard. Is a just Man. thin and padded out. <laughs> <laughs> my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Doth it. It brings all the lads. All, all, yeah, anyway. Does so, it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to have to go for the story. Mm. I just want. So we're doing an album. We are doing an album. We're recording an album. We are recording as, an album. As we speak, the as process has begun. It has begun. We're just trying to figure out how to extend the process. We're going for 12 songs. Yes. It's going to be digitally released and it's going to be a limited number of hard copies available as well. Yes. And we're having this done by Easter. You said done with a lot of force then. And you were staring at me. With with some wiggle room. Yeah. <clears throat> because Easter does have some wiggle room. It, I don't it, even know when it, it is. It, no. Let's just hope it's not February the 1st. Or, you know. uh, yeah. um, Mind you, I think it was it Bernstein who said that in order to get something done, you need a really good idea and just not enough time to do it in. Procrastination. Is the thief of time. The uh, instant gratification monkey. Oh, yes. Of course. The panic monster. The panic monster. I need the panic monster. Yeah, I can't do anything without the panic monster. I think the prob- I think if I if I said to the sort of the studio that's down the road, I need the studio for Wednesday because I need to record a song. Yeah. Tuesday night, yeah. I would be I, uh, I, it's, it's Right, like I'm ready. It's like doing lesson plans when you're in school. I never used to bother. I used to do my lesson plan walking to the classroom. Um because the panic monster yeah. controls what I do. So I think uh, the more boundaries I give myself, that's why I'm putting this out into the world, really, Yeah, is we are doing an album. It is coming out yes. early next year. It is Easter. So that I've... You're yeah. <laughs> sitting here like a ventriloquist dummy, just, <laughs> just, just, say, say, just <laughs> saying what I think you want me to say. Easter, fine art. Gottlieb. Yeah. Um, He's my favourite German ventriloquist. Gottlieb Gear. <laughs> so you know it's going to be done it's just I need to just say it and put it out there yeah. that it's happening it is going to be done if I type it it doesn't mean that much but I if know. I say that it's happening you've got to say it's happening it is happening yeah. we are doing an album Yeah. we want you to listen to it we I do. can't wait for people to hear it I, I will say wait. that <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear my own stuff um, yes but, you know, I can't wait to sort of put something out there that people can hear that we've done. Yeah. I've, I'm actually finding just talking about it now, I've sort of clarified what I'm aiming to do. Yeah, I think that's the, that, that's the problem is that mm. we say, right, we're going to do an album we're yeah. by Easter. We need to go somewhere to record the drums, so that's yeah. the only thing. Everything else we can do here, it's fine. You yeah. Control, do the guitars and piano, yeah. and that's fine. That doesn't mean it. I, so I no. knew that. Yes. I, I know that bit. Yeah. You know. No, yeah, I, I know just that we sort of clarified what I'm going to do because I was ignoring Charles Aznavour, um, who I think is a fantastic songwriter. He writes stories. It's French chanson, like um, or the winter one. No, Jake Thackeray. Well, um, well, the Winter's Tale. Oh, the Winter's Tale. That's a good my song. bat. There's, there's a story. Yes, caravans. It's a story. The nights are cold. Anyway. <laughs> 
The night circle. The night circle. Those three four. Good Chaz and Dave. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to aim for a story of some sort. Which it, uh, negates the need to me to be using any sort of emotions. I don't think I've got. I don't think I've got anything. I don't think I've got anything. Perhaps you're a psychopath. I may well be a psychopath. <laughs> those, old, those old psychopath blues. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's fantastic. It is. You know what was that? Um, what did I do? I can't remember. No, no, that's nasty. I don't know. It's a bit random. It's awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I think, yeah, because I'd like to write to a story, but I know for a fact I'll just end up picking War of the Worlds and then realise, oh, hang on. That is the problem. I was, I should Jeff have Wayne's what, done that. Yeah. Um, but Day of the Triffids. I don't want to go that big. My story's going to be... Charles has a word again. Happy anniversary. It's a lovely, lovely story within a song. Well, I hope that I sort of... I don't wake up one morning and after a day of sort of speaking welsh to people yeah. i come home and write bathe gellert that yes well no that's a good story yeah you know yeah you can do it from a dog's point of view <laughs> no lyrics just <laughs> just emotive growls <laughs> it's um <laughs> i'd listen to <laughs> Yeah, um, I would listen to that. I'd buy that. Um, yes. So, yeah, you know. Do you speak Welsh? Yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah. Proper Welsh? Proper Welsh. I can't speak Welsh. No. It's oh. just because of me nine, really. Oh, of course. Yeah. And then it disappeared. And then... Yeah, then you've got no choice but to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to go for story. I've, I've decided. Yes. I'll go for the words. Yeah. Okay. That's me sorted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All I've got to do is find a great story, rewrite it uh, <laughs> lyrically, and then find a fantastic melody to go with it. Five oh, minutes. Give us yeah, a minute. Poof. No problem you know. at all. But if I find the right words... I think the only other issue for me... I, I like that idea, and I, I will, I'll go with it, yeah. man. Yeah. Is instrumentation of... Oh. Sorry. I have to sort of know how it's going to, what it's going to end up like. Well, the ballad, sorry, I'm thinking of the, the ballad of, is it the ballad of Billy Joel? Billy Joel something jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. The that's, ballad of Billy Joel. That's just, yeah, you could do that. That's <laughs> tragic, that is. Um, Piano Man, that's a story. Yeah. Um, but that's a, sto- that's a song that's written. That's not the end of the sentence. No. That's, that's a, a song that's written in a tongue-in-cheek way, where the instrumentation is as cheesy as the story. Yeah. Because yeah, that... Yeah. that um... Oh, what is it? Yeah, it's not... Yeah, but I mean, it, it, it's... That is exactly... Yeah. That's yeah. written to be like that. Yeah. Because of the story <clears throat> of a sort of... Yeah. It's just a piano yeah. bear. Yeah. What's that one by Marianne Faithful about the woman who goes mad and takes a kit off and goes out... <laughs> Because she realises she's never driven round Paris in an open-top sports car. Ah, oh, it's a lovely song. That's right. I don't know. It's a good song. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. But yeah, I, you know, 
it's like people if you think like um what's the band like orchestral maneuvers in the dark where they've got quite a few songs that are written about a story like Joan of Arc, Made of New Orleans, where the the story is there, but it ends up coming out as this sort of synthy pop thing. See, whenever I hear Joan of Arc, there's a fantastic one by Leonard Cohen, and why does anyone else ever touch anything by Joan of Arc after that's been done? But yeah, it does come out as a big big slice of synth pop. Yeah, which is the thing that that song would have still been written that sort of way yes. of that chord to that chord if Joan of Arc had had what she gave it as again, mm-hmm. you know yeah so I, it, in my head I've got to sort of know how it's what is it going to be likened to is it going to sound like Supertramp is it going to sound I, I, I would avoid that yeah but but, as soon as you think is it going to sound like this then you add it it will sound like it it might not sound like you mm. um, and it may take you a while to get away from that I think it is the big the big struggle. The big struggle will be to get away from your default position, which is what you've been... Um, what's the word? Caning. No, it's what you've been... Uh, what has suffused you? What, what, what's the word I'm looking for? It has embodied my well, musical... The, the, yeah, sort of. That, that's what you have been listening to for such a long time. The th- that you, is your... Yeah, you play in the style of things that you listen to. Yes. Yeah, you will. You're the sum of your parts. You are the sum uh, of your parts. You're the sum of your musical parts. Yeah, I've got musical parts. <laughs> yes. Um, I've got a musical bent, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Um, yeah, you will. And I think you have to avoid that, because as soon as you start thinking, oh, I'm going to sound like this, then you'll sound like that, and it's not going to be right. I think that's some of the tr- problem as well. It's, you don't it, want to sound like a Poundland Toto, do you? No, that's the... Pr- and I, you know... Yeah. I could probably do you, that, you know. I could sound like a Poundland Toto. Poundland Toto. <laughs> you know, what, what could you... Yeah. You know, it's I'm too, not going to go it's there. It's too hard, no. Um, but I think some of the problem is that if I hear a sound like that, I instantly just want to sort of go... Yeah. Or, you know... Yeah. Yeah. The sound... The sound... The sound suggests direct, yes. what it is. I think you have to get away from that. And I think some of the problem is that with the piano, I'll hit a chord, yeah. and I'll either instantly go a bit I bluesy, yeah, or it's just Randy it's Newman. It's just Randy Newman. Yeah, I'm going to go for story. Story first, melody guided by the story. If I can do it, key, major, minor, happy, sad. Who knows? It's going to flip out about between the two. I should imagine, um, and then we'll keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, you know, I. Dreamer. It's a good song, actually. I think the only thing with Supertramp is that all their stuff sounds the same. Well, I it's just because of that Wurlitzer. I, I, I think the whirly thing. I think just it's because you only hear the popular stuff, and that's what you hear. Hide in your shell's great. Yeah. School is great. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. I could see you in the morning when you go to school. Don't forget your Perfect. books. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go away, uh, <laughs> Roger. <laughs> Dirty Roger Tell from. Me, <laughs> Tell me, man. Um, in work, sometimes um, some of the products will go on the outside of the jars, and that's called a dirty fill. And we've been using <laughs> we've been using that for the past two years. Before someone just pointed out a few weeks ago, dirty it, fill it sounds like a pervert. <laughs> oh, dirty fill! I'm just uh, going to get your turn. <laughs> Is this the ballad of dirty fill? <laughs> You know, I don't know. I just oh god, oh, I'm just um, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why I grabbed the guitar, but okay. I'm sure it will you, come you to me. You were inspired in by product on the outside of jazz and dirty. Oh, that sounds great. Let me just hang on. Let me remove my. It sounds a bit wavy. It's called out of tune. Oh, yeah. it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's a natural flange effect. <laughs> it is the, it's the natural chorusing that I oh, go wow, for. Look at that. It's like I want to do a Christmas song, but they've all been done. Yeah. And I think I Believe in Father Christmas is probably one of the best ones, actually. It's one of the most simple to play as well. Straightforward, unless you've done... Oh, God. Peace. Peace on earth. Just... Raining. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that's how Greg like going, looking at Keith Emerson... They said they'd be snow, snow, snow <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah I remember one Christmas morning. <laughs> Christmas morning. <laughs> yeah, um, sounds nice. That's cool. Um, yeah, why well, you pick the guitar up? I don't know why I picked the guitar up. Really, no, I just—I right. think I was. Uh, yeah. I was just trying to think about chords and writing of songs that you know. I like to. Um, I feel like I'm getting interviewed on Desert Island Discs now. Oh, the way I uh, yeah, 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 yeah. hello and welcome to Desert Island Discs. My castaway this week. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Robert the <and> Bruce. <laughs> hello, I'm the Laird. <laughs> My guest this week has just arrived on his Lambretta scooter. <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, of just having chords that sit nicely together. But then, uh, see, that's where it's easier on the guitar because you can have that like suspended stuff, like on on that that D you're playing that. Yeah. Play just play a D sus, and then get rid of the sus. And then, yeah. And then, can you do a crazy little thing called love? Is that? Yeah. See, and that's that's where that's it, an instant hook. That's an instant hook. Yeah. Yeah, because you got that. That, that's why the crazy little thing called Love sounds like it would be written on the guitar purely because of that I don't know whether it's in D who knows that's, I have no idea no. but you know I just yeah. I just want nice songs I, that's all I, I just want 12 for, nice if, songs if I can be led by the story then that might be better I think there's an album that I haven't listened to for a while I don't think you can actually get it anymore it's a solo album by Trevor Horn, Lol Cream. Well, the producers. The producers. Mm-hmm. Where there's probably about ten songs on the album. Oh. And they're, they're all very different styles, but sound like them. Right. But they're just, they're songs. Yeah. You know, they're just, yeah. they're just songs. They, yeah. You know, they work well together. Uh, lyrically yeah. all different. Yeah. Have you heard any of the songs that Clive James wrote? It was, I think back in the late 60s, 70s maybe, he wrote some lovely, lovely songs, and they were proper songs. Mm. I think it was him and one other person, and they came up with some lovely stuff. Well, I, I always judge how good a song is by you sort of, you can do anything with it. Yes. You know, a song will work. It's, uh, we've been trying to, we've been rehearsing to do some sort of acoustic duo stuff. Yeah. And some songs lend themselves... Oh yes, to any style, yeah. like they work because the song is so strong that it yes. doesn't matter what you do with it, the song remains. Yeah, 
However, there are some really good songs that are defined by their arrangements. That's the problem, is that, you know... And you're stuck. But he, there's even... There's songs... I'm going to say it again now, and it makes me seem like I'm an Asia super fan. Uh, yeah. You know... <laughs> Heat of the Moment. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. There's a fantastic version of, that John Wetton did, mm-hmm. which is sort of how he originally wrote it. I think I've heard this. Yeah. Which is as an acoustic sort of... Yes. Yeah. Thing. And it, it's brilliant. Mm. But, you know... Yeah. Mm. I don't know. But, yeah, so... Yeah, so there we are. So we're we going to do an album. We're doing an album. By Easter. By Easter. It's going to have 10 or 12 songs on it. We're going to let everybody know where they can get it and yeah. how they can enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Drink lots. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, <clears throat> we're going to keep everybody informed. We're doing it properly. That's one caveat that yeah you know it's going to be done properly if we're doing an album it's being done properly yeah they we are having it um sort of documented well we're doing this but but in this sense yes uh we're having some filming stuff done for it oh god yes you know um and i know the person filming it wants to do some sort of sit downy interviewy things with us to do it (sighs) you know of what can we think of each other. I'm sure I can find three or four words. Uh, can we just get sort of excerpts of this? Well, yeah, you know. That, Cut it out yeah. say, whoa, 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 whoa. We're doing this. We're doing this. Know. So By Easter. But, you know, it's going to be done properly. There's going to be an album cover. There's oh, going to be, God. you know. Can we have floating islands? I hope so. In the sky. Well, can we have Roger Dean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll have a lamp. <laughs> um, anyway, yes. But, yeah, so. so by Easter. Have we said that enough? We've said it enough now. I think we're still undecided on a name for the pro- the thing, but the Whitley Jones project, I quite like the idea of. Yeah, it does sound a bit... Pretentious. No, I don't think it sounds pretentious. We've got the Alan Parsons project. Do you think it sounds but, like a law firm? The, well, no, it, it, <laughs> Whitley and Jones yeah. solicitors. No, I just think it's, the Whitley Jones project sounds like something experimental from the late 60s. No, not even that good. But I think it's the only thing we've got. Yeah, I think... I think we have to use that. As soon as we start giving ourselves a sort of... The hip makers. The hip... Yeah. yeah no, don't know, do it. It's Whitley d- Jones. Yeah. I'd just say Whitley Jones. I wouldn't even say Project. No, yeah. So there you go. Project sounds like... I don't know. It's, you know... Project. <laughs> sounds like something else. Yes. Um... So yeah, yeah. Okay, we're doing an album <clears throat> by it's Easter. By Easter, yeah. it's going to come out. We're going to let everybody know it's going to come out around Easter time. Yeah. Um, on all formats, digitally, you'll yeah. be able to pre-order some hard copies. Yeah, it's co- wax cylinder. It's coming back. Yes. <laughs> you, you can even in the mail order catalogue, yes. you'll be able to get the sheet music for your player <laughs> piano. <laughs> <to> <laughs> a pianola roll. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Yes. Have you heard this new album, <laughs> darling? Light the candelabra, gather round and... <laughs> a grind organ with a monkey on top of a tin cup. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah, I think, yes. All right, then. So, yeah. I'm going to go all the way to French Sean song or something. Like Jake Thackeray, he wrote some nice songs. Not just the funny ones, he wrote some yeah. lovely, lovely songs. So and I'm sure there'll way. probably be an instrumental or two in there. Will there? I, would, I don't know. I don't know. Well, <laughs> The, the, really? Shoot uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> I kill you now. 
Well, if you want an instrumental, mm. have an instrumental. Thank you. I don't know. You know, I'll just... Yeah, yeah, instrumentals are tricky. They are very tricky. Uh, but, you know, know if we're going to do it, if we're going to do an album, yeah. I want... Uh, uh, at the end of the day, I want to just come out with 12 songs on an album that I'm yeah. not afraid to say we've done an album. Yes. Yeah. Something that you're going to look back on and think, yeah, it wasn't too embarrassing. Yeah. And yeah. the whole process wasn't too painful. And we didn't have a fight or anything to guard in. I think uh, the other th- the thing is, I, d- I don't want to bring a tear to your eye at the moment, but I'd... <laughs> I'd, I'd uh, <laughs> I can't imagine doing it with anybody else. No, I can't imagine doing it with anyone else either. And I think it's the, no. it's a good combination of, you know, setting out to do something with somebody who yes. I'd want to do it with. Exactly. Yeah, I think I, I wouldn't do this with anyone else. It's like working on an engine with someone. You just get used to it or working so with, with someone else. And if I was going to do something musical, I'd have to do it with you. We have become <clears throat> in the local area. Yeah, you know, people don't people don't even know who we are anymore. <laughs> they, you know, but in the local area, we are the sort of the hinge and bracket. <laughs> <laughs> you know that you sort of you don't get one without the other. No, hinge and bracket do um, Ivan Abella songs beautifully. You know, yeah, the hinge and bracket. <laughs> <laughs> But um, you know, no. I, in all seriousness, yeah, I, I'm glad we're doing this. Yes, the engine bracket in, songs by like Handel, right? <laughs> Would it sound like the Doors? <laughs> Carry on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, like you know, when we went to see Genesis. Oh, it was lovely that. And you yeah, know, I just nice. think, yeah, just even standing in the queue was nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, I think you're right. I think it's a good thing that we're doing it. Yeah, not that we're going through therapy or anything. No, no, but it will be nice just to get something musical done rather than rehash everybody else's old stuff. Oh, it's just you know, as much as I love playing in front of people. Oh yeah, I I, I have a nice time jumping up and down in pubs. There is nothing like <clears throat> playing in front of people. Yeah, and especially. A small group of people, which is what I'd we always say. used to <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh god, yes, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, an, an, an intimate audience tonight. <laughs> There's more in the band. There's more in than, the band. You know, we've got hundreds in. Thank you, Mister and Mrs. Hundred. <laughs> yes, you know, it, yeah, it's you know because I d- I did the whole tribute. Yeah, thing of you know, hundreds big, and hundreds of people. You know, some yeah. of these places are like three thousand seats, yes. like two thousand seats. You know, there's, yeah. there's a lot of people there. I'd much rather play, you know, the Royal Oak with yeah. an ice fire. Yeah, people listening. Yeah, and they just want to hear some songs. Yeah, I just want to write some songs that people want to just sit down yeah. and have a listen to. Yeah, and it would but, be nice to do that. So you play stuff people expect to hear. But pepper it with your own stuff. Yes. Here's one. Yeah. You can go to the bar. Yeah. You know, get your drinks in now, because Tim's got a song about birds. (laughs) (laughs) I once had a crow. (laughs) I try not to mention... Yeah. Um, Yes. Yeah. You know, I just... Yeah. Yeah. 
Let's have a go. Yeah, and I, I, I'm fully. I know we can do this. But yes, we can't. Well, if if I didn't think I could do it, I wouldn't have said yes. Yes, <laughs> I think you actually suggested. I think I might have suggested it. Yes, yeah. it's always been a sort of thing that I've said. I think. Yeah. Of, I'm like, I yeah. some songs, right? And then yeah, I think I'm... you came a couple of weeks ago as we were. You know, deciding which key to play Roman oh, Keating in. God. Yes. <laughs> do you and think? You think no. Yeah. Oh, no, don't do it. You know, yeah. should we just write our own songs? Yes. And I instantly put the guitar down yeah. and said, I, th- "I think you have to." What do you want to do? Do you want to look back and think, "Oh, great! I did all those songs by somebody else." Yeah, that's it. Like every other band's doing. Well, not like every other band's doing. But no, I just I. I just want some songs that people can listen to and say, Do you know what, that that's a that's a nice song. Or that's a well written song. Yeah. I just want Yes. Even if yeah. they even if the the melody didn't get them, then maybe the story did. Yeah, and I think I I'm fully aware, fully aware that these songs that we're gonna write are not gonna be chart toppers. No. We're not writing for that reason. No. We are not writing to sort <laughs> because of... Because we can't. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we probably could. Like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. You know... It, yeah. We probably could write a chord progression that sort of... Yeah, yes, it happened. depends what else you do to it, doesn't it? And, uh, but yeah. But I just want to write... I just want some songs... Like I've said for nine times now, probably, that yeah. I just want good songs. I just want something I can say, I, I did this. Yeah. Have you heard this? Yeah. Not it's even... 4 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did it because I'm creative and I want the money. Yeah. Um, I just want something, I, I care less if it, it, I make two pence out of it. I just want something. Yeah, we're not going to make say, any money out of this. I've done this. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Because if I don't, then I'll never have. Never have done it. I end up doing things by everybody else. Yeah, I think it's just you know dying happy that uh, we've. Uh, yes, <laughs> we can die happy saying yeah, I I did ten or twelve songs. It'd be yeah. quite nice. We did an album. Yeah, you know that would be lovely. And uh, and even better if it you know if it ends up on Radio Wales. If if something ends up on Radio Wales, I'll be overjoyed. Yeah, like Adam Walton says, listen, I've I've had this. I'm Hello. Take it for you now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is he Eamon Andrews? <laughs> For anyone else who remembers Eamon Andrews, are you allowed to anymore? Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Eamon Holmes. Even. Eamon. <laughs> I, was, I was, you know, if Anthony Hopkins goes on Radio Wales and introduces yes. our song, yeah, I'll, uh, by Shadwell. Yeah. Um, Hello. Yes. Um, so, yes, that's that's what I want to do, Phil. I just happening. want to do something. Then maybe if I manage to get a few songs out of myself, then maybe more will follow. That's what I'm hoping that the floodgates will. Well, it won't burst. be floodgates for me. It'll, it'll, <laughs> it'll be a dripping tap. It'll be a dripping tap. <laughs> yeah. Less less Hoover Dam, more yeah, more sort of back Seven stuff. Trent. <laughs> yes, not even that. So yeah, I'm hoping that if I can do it once and I can say to someone, "Listen, I've done this," then the initial embarrassment will have worn off, and I'll be able to do it again. Mm. That's what I'm after. Nice songs. Nice songs. Story. Something to think about. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That's it. Sorted. So thanks for listening, everybody. We're doing an album. Do you know when when? it's coming out? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah.
Thanks right. for listening, everybody. There's plenty more episodes coming out about uh, Flux and all that good stuff, but we just thought we'd g- g- gather around are, are, are we doing this one a week, or is it one one a month? I don't know anything we, about we will update we, we will update you okay. Me. at certain points, okay. you know, to let you know how we're getting on yeah. and how you can eagerly yeah. await. But, yeah, so thanks for listening, and... Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>